football season. As always, joined by the commish, Connor, man. What, what's up, man, uh, on his play of life? How, how's things going for you? Yo, slacker life's going pretty well. Uh, don't ask me about my insurance uh, or all the work that needs to be done on my car. Uh, don't ask me how I live my day-to-day -day life because I will not respond because I don't want people to be jealous of being a slacker. What time did you wake up today? Well, my team went off last weekend. I love fantasy football. <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, um, lots to get to today's podcast. We had a big trade go down right before recording here. Massive. Uh, the the podcast we we didn't like really invite anybody on as a guest this week, but we invited everyone. If anyone wants to join at any point, Connor, I don't know if you want to throw in a message in the Discord. Just add everyone. And say, hey, the podcast is open now. If you want to come in and be a part of it. That's a great yeah, point. Got... If you sent that message, people wouldn't want to come, but when I do it, they will. Great point. Exactly. You're the commission. They listen to you. Uh, we have one one person who's joined us already uh, here. I don't know how long he's going to stay, but he's taking part uh, in the podcast. Uh, welcome back again. Repeat. The first repeat guest of the year, Hovey. What's going on? What's up? This is super awkward. I thought I was just going to sit here on mute. Um, I don't know. I saw the trade go down, and I thought, they said it was going to start between 8 and 8.30, so I hopped on, and, you know, I I feel like a loser. It's like I'm begging to just keep coming on, but, yeah, thanks for having me, I guess, as the only guest right now. Yeah, no, it's good It's good to, it's good to get you in here. Uh, let's let's jump right in to week five. I don't know if you got you got, you got a question for Hovey. We just had him on a few weeks ago, and now we, we, uh, he came on after the draft, so. Yeah, I got a, I got a question for I got, I got something for Hovey. Yo, man, how's that basketball training coming? Basketball training is going great. I have a state basketball player from Kamiak who is helping me train right now, who's about 6'4". So um, Gavin Patrick, for everyone knows, the younger brother of Kelsey Patrick, the uh, the touted greatest women's basketball player in Kamiak history. Her younger brother, legitimately 6'4". Um, I've been playing basketball with him, so... Connor's five seven frame Roly Poly Oli is not gonna face me. So, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, man, so but hey, Roly Poly Oli's are flexible, all right? I'm still wider than you, dude. I'm just not as short, so like it, you're you're fucked. Dude, I'm are sorry. you you're not There's taller than me. Bad. You're like five ten. What are you talking about? First of all, I'm five I'm six foot with shoes on. So I've been five eleven and three quarters. Debatable. My, I'm five eleven and three. Not a legit six my foot. Entire life with shoes on. On the on the official. Program, Your entire life, when you were two years old, that you were five eleven with shoes on. I hear you. On the official program, we'll list Hovey as six foot. But you on know, the official program, I should be six four because Kyle Watts in the official program of Kamiak football was five eleven. Oh wow! We know that dude has never touched over five six. <laughs> so. <laughs> Connor you know, will be 6'3", I'll be 6'4". Like, you know, that's the fair point. <laughs> be, if, if you would have listened to last week's podcast where I, you know, dropped my first promo, hyped up, hyped you up hard. And Super hyped. Against Connor, I know. I, I mentioned the fact how even in middle school, undersized center dominating the, uh, I don't know what the league was called. The, uh, the clown the, league. The greater uh, Snohomish County Middle School League, you were dominating as an undersized center. So I did. I started over Spencer, who was still gradually <laughs> taller than me, but still a fucking beanpole, so I pushed his ass around. And Marky Riley, because he failed out, so I had to play five. And uh, who, who was the kid that went to San Diego? The kid from Simi. Linwood. Simi, bro. That dude was fucking 6'4 in middle school. Locked his ass down, all right? <laughs> like, Tyler Lambert, oh, the god of fucking OV. Fucking locked his ass down. Defensive monster of the game, dude. I got that fucking my last dude. I'm defensively you don't know what you see, Connor. You don't even know what you're you're getting yourself into. Yeah, and I clearly don't know who any of these fucking people are. That's for damn sure. Exactly. Hey, well, one time uh, I was in a gym, the same gym as Terrence Jones. One time I was about thirty yards away from him. Now I'm not saying you can steal people's talent like the Monstars, but I can say there is some osmosis there. I definitely learned something. We were in the same Jones as Terrence, in the same gym as Terrence Jones one time too. Yeah, we watched him. Yeah, but I you weren't playing, dude. You were you oh were dressed up like a civilian, dude. Yeah, now, but the motherfucker he's... shot a three pointer and he 
swatted it up into the second row. It was the craziest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. And now, oh god. Now I said now he's beating up people in Filipino basketball leagues. Yeah, and all I was gonna say is <laughs> I've played basketball with Connor at the fucking MIA, whatever the fuck it's called. The IMA. The IMA. MIA was Connor's game, though. That's all I'm going to say. That's you can't just call. set yourself up Connor, for that joke. Connor, <laughs> Connor took a three-pointer from the top of the key and it hit the side of the backboard, right? So... <laughs> Dude, actually, yeah, no, I uh, I think I've told that story on the pod uh, before. I think I have, Eric, about us playing basketball that one game. We, we were in a league for a bit. There was, like, Jared in that league, um, a couple other guys. Yeah, I, I think, think I signed us up, and then I only came to, like, one game. But Yeah, yeah, classic. Remember when we played yeah. softball? Dude, that was so much fun. Oh, that my God, fun. dude. Softball was we should a... actually get a softball game. Too. Yeah, I'd be down. We should have a – that would be a great, like, end-of-year uh, event. Let's do a home run derby on a softball field. Who's our that pitcher for that? I can't really Hobie, pitch. Dude. Hobie's a great pitcher. Hobie's good. Am, Man, Hobie's I just am, good at all sports. It's crazy. Bro, I, I dot up things that you don't have to do very much in. I just pitch and just throw an underhand to it. I <laughs> dot that shit up left and right. And I played first. I'm a D2 college athlete, Connor. Okay? Okay? So you're D1 on, on the computer. I sat on a field, but I parked myself at first base. And I was a D2 athlete, all right? So I at least moved about five steps every play. So little um, bit more athleticism than you. That's fair. I mean, you guys definitely had uh, more groupies than we had on the StarCraft team. <laughs> I don't know. I was a pretty big groupie. I was one of your groupies. So. <laughs> yeah, all my, all my groupies were dudes. Uh, <laughs> I was unfortunate. Super unfortunate. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's, let's get past that as quick as we can. Uh, jump into week five here. Review the scores. Go over our highlights of the week. Connor, huge performance. Against AMAC, 199.1 to a season low for the league, 68.2. Uh, Curtis beats Jerry. Big game from Jonathan Taylor on Monday, uh, 184.9 to 163.8. Hovey ekes out the win against Spencer, our matchup of the week, 159.5 to 157.9. Uh, ben with a huge win over Tristan, 185.1 to 123.4. Uh, I beat Jordan 159.1 to 149. Uh, the massive comeback on Monday night. And Joe, uh, Chris just can't get it done. Another close game, but doesn't go his way. He falls to Joe 141.8 to 137. Yeah, uh, man, it was a it was a crazy week of fantasy. I want to point out one thing really fast about that last matchup. Uh, last week on the pod, you mentioned that people are averaging 140 points against Chris, which is like 25 points more than average or 15 more than average. I forget. Joe on par with everyone else 141 i love the consistency yeah and you had a couple other nuggets here um you mentioned it's like the close games uh hovey wins by 1.6 points against spencer i think that travis kelsey caught like a one yard touchdown that oh, that was ridiculous you. oh uh, you, i wish we had a video on the podcast y'all would see hovey's face right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, mentioned... the luckiest win ever so you know spencer definitely should have beat me we were texting throughout the whole thing too so that's what made it even worse and he even gave credit to you erickson that he listened to you and played fucking uh Impact. what's his name yes he over won, uh, yeah nixon one yep that was he a tough decision won. but yeah that was very tough and it sucks for him but you know good I mean, for you yeah great for me so i'm not gonna complain and then uh you mentioned we mentioned already joe wins by 4.8 chris had uh michael Pittman and zach pascal going on uh, Monday Night Football. Pittman had that huge touchdown catch that kind of gave Chris some hope, um, but not not too much from Pascal there in the Monday Night game. And then my game against Jordan was like, I, I mean, I, it's hard to believe how lucky I've been this year. Uh, it's not that hard to believe it. But uh, I, 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 I had no chance. I figured I had no chance, especially after the first half. I think uh, I was at like 100 points at halftime. It was like 144. And then uh, the the blocked kick from Jordan's defense gave him two points, but also set up the game tying drives with the touchdown to Andrews, and then the to take in overtime. And then uh, Marquise Brown caught the touchdown. It didn't matter. They caught, I just needed a touchdown from Lamar at that point. Any touchdown um, would have gave me the win, and uh, I stay undefeated five and zero. What do you know, uh, That's Connor? Great. 
<laughs> Connor, any any highlights? Anything you want to shout out from uh, from week five? Yeah, uh, quick shout out. Uh, alert for best draft pick possibly. Marquise Brown, six dollars. Uh, currently sitting as wide receiver number six. Uh, so good job, Eric. Um, I do want to point out that my team scored 199.1 points, and I know that most people are shocked because I think I have a reputation of being a subpar fantasy manager, but I think that in this particular instance, my team is regressing to the mean. This is how my team should be playing every week. Interesting take there. Uh, Hovi, I don't know if you had much of a chance to look at the scoreboard just uh, after hearing anything you wanted to highlight um, from week five. No, I mean, I, I was I was looking at it very closely throughout the entire weekend. Um, and, I mean, Connor, that's great to see you. I mean, Andrew, I'm not going to lie, AMAC. I'm going to shout you out. AMAC, you're my boy. I texted some people in the group and said, do you think Andrew enjoys being in our league? Um, Dean, you put up 68 points. I, I feel like he's definitely not going to listen to this podcast, so I'm really not that concerned. But, like, he put up 68 points in a league where the next lowest scorer was Tristan, who now has a 0% chance of making the play. <laughs> yeah. 123. Tristan doubled Double his doubles. fucking points. He scored 68 points after a major trade that he just made. He has Miles Gaskin on the bench. It's it's team management. That's all I'm gonna say. And it's just like, how do you think he even fucking looks at our league? I just I just want to know your guys's reaction. Like, he begged us to be in the league, and I want him to stay in because honestly, when Andrew's doing well and at the beginning of the season, the motherfucker comes in hot with every take, and it's like, and it's great, and it's funny because he goes after Eric, and Eric has rebuttal back, and it's like it's funny and like and then he shows love to like everyone else but then it's like he comes in and he's two and three which like i mean everyone's pretty even on the league and then he scores 68 points do you think he's just like i don't really give a fuck about this league we'll get we'll get into amac more later uh okay sorry but uh no i i I second that exact same sentiment though hovi real fast but and i do want to point out though that uh shout out amac though because you're 100 percent right when he comes on the pod he's super hot and he has whipped me and eric into shape and to become better podcasters so I shout out AMAC. I'm not, and i'm not and, saying you should not right. be in the league i'm just saying when you come in hot with 68 points yes, for yeah. a week like dude connor what okay i'm sorry i'm sorry to bring this up from a couple of years 33.7 okay you just had to say it okay yeah yeah, yeah. but that was without the second quarterback and did we've added shit since Christian then. McCaffrey Juju was did. out. Juju Smith Schuster was out. I mean, it was a planned I think, loss. I don't think, I don't think you would have, I think you still would have scored more than 68 points. Yeah. I do got to uh, be a little bit generous on a Mac though. He's actually played miles Gaskin every single week this year. And then the one week he sits him, miles Gaskin goes off. That so just why sucks. Would you, why that would just you sucks. give him love for that? I'm not giving him love. I'm just saying, damn, man, that sucks. Yeah. Like you've been rolling the die well, with this guy all I mean, season, and he and he's sucking yeah. dick. And you're like, dude, stop sucking dick. Ten passes. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's he goes off. That's just. I was sucks. gonna say he scored 68.2. His bench scored 67.1. So his bench almost outscored his starting line. Okay, that it, that sucks. That is Gaskin, that's Gaskin bad. 26.9. Mac Jones with 11. That's not great. Uh, Tony Pollard had 12. So those. His leading scorer in his lineup was Bill's defense scored 16. That was his only double-digit score. His next highest score was Hunter Renfro, who had 8.6. 6.5 from Waller, 7.2 from Carr. Clyde Edwards-Gilaire obviously gets injured, but he only had 2.9 points. Uh, it was ugly. Yeah, he got back. fucked. He got fucked this week. Don't get me wrong. So I don't but know if like, that's a highlight funny. or a low light for him, but... Uh... I got, I got two things shout to add. Out, real... Shout out Amac. Shout out Amac. Two more things to say about that. Number one, Amac officially has a transaction. Official. We'll get into this more later too. Oh, okay, so. if that's gonna get brought There's up. There's one. I only have three, so yeah. it's like, yeah, sick. But I'm also the number one scoring yeah. team. Your team is doing so. pretty well. So, uh, my, my second point out. though is really oh, fast. Uh, question for you guys: Who cares less about the league, Amac or Chris? Amac. Uh, when Amac is losing, Amac. If Amac was winning, uh, Chris. probably Chris. Okay, yeah. and then okay. Interesting, interesting. So, 
I mean, historically in that career. <laughs> yeah, I would say there's not too much winning in AMAC's EIG career. So. And also, shout out AMAC. Love AMAC still. He's my boy. Chris, uh, you could if you, if you want twenty four dollars, you can have it. You said to you know, let us know. But uh, until then, <laughs> the uh, the bad feedback jackpot stays alive. Uh, uh, shout out, shout out, Chris, though, for that uh, steamy hot rebuttal to you on Discord. <laughs> that actually killed me. <laughs> my uh, my highlight is going to be to uh, Davis Mills, who I uh, can't remember how many points he scored on Ben's bench twenty four point six. So uh, the Patriots held Tom Brady, who I believe is leading the league in touchdown passes, to zero touchdown passes and like 10 fantasy points. And then one week later, the legend, Davis Mills, who scored negative 4.4 points last week, drops four touchdowns on the Patriots for 24.6. So I just wanted to shout out him. He's uh, never gonna start him though, like over fucking Wentz and Stafford. Like he just needs him as the backup. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's just I mean, like... I wasn't saying it was like a bad decision by Ben to not no, start. No, I know. I it's just funny. Shout it's out just like, oh, shout out Davis Mills, like my beat of the league. Like for someone he's never gonna start. Like just honor. You got some uh, Vanguard 500 news for us. Oh yeah, you want to take a look at how my shares are doing? Sure. I'm actually not really prepared for this segment. Uh, instead of that, actually, it's down a lot. It's down to 401. So I think that's right, so we're down. It's not we're down good, still. Yeah, we're definitely hey, down. It's a long season. Hey, I got a, I got my highlight of the week though. Um, oh, okay. Go something ahead. I'd like to mention. So for, uh, do you guys know who Tyler Huntley is? Yeah, he's the Ravens' backup quarterback. He played at Utah. That's right. I was gonna say. Yep. Actually, he was on a couple of those good Utah teams during the late teens, like twenty whatever, fifteen, twenty nineteen. Um, undrafted quarterback, uh, his second year on the Ravens. Um, I don't understand why he would ever be rostered in our league, uh, but he actually has been rostered. He's been rostered twice. Uh, he was picked up by Tristan on September thirtieth. And dropped by Tristan on October 6th. Uh, he was then added by Curtis on October 11th. And then sequentially dropped by Curtis uh, about, you know, like the next day, right? And I actually figured out the math. So he was on Curtis's team for 18 hours and 41 minutes, okay? Which is not that long a time to roster a backup quarterback. So, Curtis, you got to be more decisive, right? Stop flip-flopping. And he was on Tristan's roster this week. Okay, so he was. He, he was on in. Tristan's roster for six days, one hour, and 42 minutes, okay, which is crazy. So what I did is I took that, and I took, converted that into hours. That's 147.7 hours, and I divided that by the amount of hours he was on Curtis's team, and I got a number that's basically 7.8. So what I found out that Curtis is officially 7.8 times smarter than Tristan because no one should be rostering Tyler Huntley. Here, so here's some fantasy advice, Connor. Here's some free advice from your league champion, Eric, for your little pea brain. Because obviously, you know, fantasy is tough for you. But, uh, you know, for me, it comes a little easier. But I'll bestow some advice upon you. I'm going to back up. I don't know about Curtis's situation, but I'm going to back up Tristan here. This was a great roster move. Because he added Tyler Huntley before, on Monday, I believe, before the Monday night game. Or sometime this weekend. And he had, a, I believe he had an open roster spot. He didn't have to drop anybody to add Tyler Huntley. And this is a good move by Tristan. Basically, it's, you're just, it's just like a lottery ticket. You're just taking a gamble. Tristan needs another quarterback. He picks up the backup to Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson would have gotten hurt during the Monday Night Football game, he would have already have had the backup. It, he wouldn't have to go to waivers to where he would have had to bid and somebody would outbid him probably instead he just has him already he's just taking a lotto ticket if lamar gets injured he's got the starter and then if he doesn't get hurt then he just drops him for waivers this week and it's like a free chance at maybe getting a starting quarterback so shout out tristan shout out tristan there you go i usually don't i usually don't up your fancy decisions but you know connor trying to slander your name put some respect on it on little bidet squirts uh last week i last week we had a decent conversation on the pod about like potential league like different things we could do with the league we talked about sleeper and like i mentioned how many leagues i was in we talked about them kind of in like a guillotine league and stuff like that we're doing like a secondary so figured, league almost right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I, you know stuff just comes across my mind like maybe potential changes we could make i'm glad we got someone here at hovey maybe 
maybe I was just going to throw some ideas out to Connor, see what he thought. Maybe you could provide some input, what you think as well. Um, there, you know, there's a, there's a rumor, there's a, you know, a mindset that kind of goes around the league in that all the changes that are made are just pushed by me to Connor and I only make them because it'll give me a better advantage at winning, which is, you know, the weakest, softest, total horseshit mindset, thought, opinion you could have on the subject matter. But, uh, here's, here is a elite, a change that would not benefit me, um, would actually maybe take away a benefit that I have. Add kickers. Um, no, it's it has to do with waivers. So the waivers is currently processed on Wednesday, and then like Thursday through Sunday, uh, you can just add a player at any time. And uh, in a, in a lot of situa- situations, like uh, add stuff can happen after Wednesday. Like um, a player gets hurt at practice, or there's like an injury that comes up that maybe wasn't known about before waivers. And uh, it basically just comes down to whoever sees the news first is going to be able to like pick up the player who maybe is uh, gains the advantage from the news that comes out. So like if um, if Lamar Jackson tore his ACL at practice and Connor saw it first, well then he would pick up Tyra Huntley uh, as soon as he saw it because he would know that he's getting a starting quarterback. And uh, I feel like. Um, I, I usually get this news. I like have an app on my phone that sends me updates on injuries and stuff like that. Uh, there's a high chance I'm probably going to see the news first compared to other people in the league. Like you said, there's people who don't care about it as much as me, so they're not checking on that kind of stuff as often. So I feel like I have an, I have an advantage there in that I'm probably going to see news first and be able to pick up players that maybe um, gained advantage of it. So that's an advantage for me. So what I we could propose is that... Um, every day just becomes waivers that like Wednesday, the waivers go through and then that you can't, the next Thursday is, is waivers again. Friday is waivers again. Saturday is waivers again. And then Sunday maybe is an open day because that's when like, you know, you're having to make the last minute decisions. So it could be like at 10 AM each day, the waiver claims go through and then it just um, becomes the next, it just goes to the next day until like Sunday. And maybe there's something for Thursday too, because there's a Thursday night game and Monday as well. Any thoughts on that? I'd probably be. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Generally, good idea. I mean, I'll I'll just tell you guys. Uh, just from personally, I don't have any notifications on my phone, like for anything. And usually, it's on silent. So I'm definitely never going to be one of the guys who like follows the ESPN fantasy uh, or like some Twitter account like Adam Schefter and then immediately get, you know, the information that Lamar Jackson tours ACL. So I, I think it's probably a decent idea. Probably help out people in the league who uh, are busy or who have kids or who can't always be as active as Eric. Um, I see it. I would say, Connor, don't you have the most time out of all of us? But I also got Erickson, his job, and I know he does fucking nothing at his job. 24 7 so um yeah i'm down so are we paying each day then so, so it's this, still it stays the, the same, same it's like that but you could still add someone for zero dollars yeah yeah but I just mean, be like, like, if you really want someone you're gonna have to pay for them yeah it's just it's just like like what we have now on wednesday it would just be that on thursday yeah, 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 every friday day. and saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. as well yeah, sure. so it just gives like like last year the news broke that the bucks signed antonio brown and like I was weak at wide receiver, so I was just like, well, I'm just going to pick him up and take a shot on it hope it works out, and it did. But I was like, I just saw that news before anyone else, obviously, so I was able to add him before someone else did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this new way, like, the news breaks at whatever, 2 o'clock. It would give, yeah. like If they look uh, in the morning the next day, they still have a shot and whatever. For my job, I sit at a computer all day, so if, like, I see something, I'm going to be able to go right away. Like You sit at home alone all day. Yeah. You go exactly. to Target to pick up Pokemon cards at 11 a.m. when exactly. they when they open. You don't sit in front of a computer all day. You sit in front of your phone all day, Whatever. which is Anyways. different. But not those are different though. That's a point of distinction. Okay, we'll move on from that. Just a thought. Yeah, I would move on too. <laughs> uh, the other one is around Fab. I've heard. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion on this one. Uh, it would be like when you're bidding. Connor, you ever you ever bought anything on eBay? Yes. So the way eBay bidding works is like an uh, item starts at like like Connor's uh, bidding on a vibrator. It starts at five dollars. He puts his max bid at thirty. Well, it just it this goes up in increments of like fifty cents. Uh, 
he doesn't just it doesn't just pay thirty dollars that once the auction runs out it just i'm not explaining this correctly but uh we know how ebay works dude you don't need to explain ebay to all of us we're 30 fucking years old like jesus christ like yeah but, uh, how does a vibrator work eric can you explain that too in what fact, it would just be like, uh, if I bid $10 on Alex Collins and then the next highest bid from someone was $4, I would get him for $5. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't be your bid. It would just nah, be $1 over that. the next level. No, no. Okay, we'll move on because that sucked. And fuck What's a pocket guys. pussy, Eric? Uh, we're going to move on from this. Who's you guys Asa Akira? <laughs> Who's Riley Reed, Erickson? <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Why'd we open up the invites? Why do you? Why did I see a box that said Riley Reed at your house? Anyways, let's what move on that? here. Uh, a long anticipated something we've long been anticipating is uh, Curtis's last place punishment, and uh, we have the first one. So uh, expectations are oh, obviously. Shit. Yeah, Hovey, you're listening. You're hearing this live, Ho. Yeah. Okay, I... I think I already apologized to Tristan when the motherfucker didn't do it. I said, yo, who the fuck is this new guy? Let's kick him the fuck out. And Tristan came in so hot. And I feel bad that I didn't do the same thing with Curtis. I didn't say a word about Curtis's. And many people have said much about it. Yeah. yeah, many people have. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Okay, so I'm sharing my screen now. I think you have to click, like, join share to hear the audio. Yeah, I think I'm in. Uh... Hope you're able to join it. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. My name is Curtis Whittle. Back-to-back -to -back toilet bowl births have me suddenly compelled to question the nature of the official narratives we've been taught for years. Did ancient Egyptians really employ armies of slaves to erect perfectly constructed pyramids in the middle of the Sahara to satisfy the dying wishes of their pharaohs? Or was the true motive more extra-terrestrial? Did the Twin Towers really collapse due to compromised perimeter columns at the hands of radical jihadists? Or was the entire ordeal prearranged as a false flag event to lure the American people into supporting a foreign campaign at the behest of Big Pharma? Do I really suck at fantasy football? Or is there an ancient fraternal order of mainly Muckleteans sucking off the teat of Eric's $50 Fantasy Pro subscription in order to make probabilistically correct starting lineup decisions at my expense? Over the next several months, join me as I look for truth all across Whatcom County to question the so-called facts that appear a whittle strange. my entire reality in question, I pinned my investigations to the one thing I know to be true. That Philadelphia sports franchises suck Barry Wood-sized cock. I found myself at a German beer garden in downtown Bellingham for the Week 3 Eagles-Cowboys Monday Night Showdown and spotted a Miles Sanders jersey from across the bar. I'm here with Mike. Fuck the Cowboys. Here in the Miles Sanders jersey, Mike, does Miles Sanders have COVID? No. No? Some Are you sure? Also. Okay. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably put that out there by Jerry Jones and his media conglomerate. Absolutely. Jerry Jones, just look at the fucking giant television that is in goddamn stadium. He's, he owns the media. He does. He owns the refs, too, it looks like in this game. We're here halftime, 20-7. Uh, to seven. They're text cleared this time. Cedric, clear. Cedric Wilson with a, with a one-footed one catch that was called inbounds immediately. Oh, my God. And the fucking... He's got control of the announcers, too. They all wanted to call that fucking touchdown by Dak Prescott. Uh-uh. No. Garbage. Garbage. Speaking of football conspiracies, do you think Aaron Rodgers might be gay? Let me paint the picture before you answer. I know that was a that was a heavily <laughs> heavily invested side there, so I think that you're in, in on this conspiracy. You might be a, a believer, but unmarried. 36 years old, something like that? He's rocking a man bum this season. Le black leather jacket, man bun, Aaron Rodgers man bun. Is that a Wisconsin thing? No. But, That's you see, Aaron, jo Aaron Rodgers is from California. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers wishes he was uh, Sunshine. Remember the Titans? Titans. He wishes he was Sunshine. Remember the Titans. He doesn't have blonde hair. That's right. And so he just compensates for it a little bit. That's my point. But straight. Eh, whatever. Okay. 
I'm gonna show you no. I'm gonna show you a slideshow of all of, all of his confirmed girlfriends and romantic <laughs> interests through the year. You ready? I don't know who this is, but she's from Gossip Girl. Oh, well, she's pretty Jessica hot. Sore. Okay. Hot. Sure. Yeah. Notice the cheekbones. Just I'm um, file that away. <laughs> Olivia Munn. Now with what's his name? John um, De, Delaney, Devaney, something like that. Alleged comedian. Uh, he's not funny. Again, jawline, cheekbones, prominent, sharp, aggressive features. He could maybe he's just in the models. Hello, but, man. Maybe he likes. <laughs> <laughs> notice the jawline. Stay with me. Stay with me. I've also noticed all these women are extremely attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, Ro what's her name? Rohrbach. Uh, oh, she's a swimsuit model. It says here she's a swimsuit model. I might have a dick though. <laughs> Danic Patrick. Well, tomboy. That's probably your best argument. Look at the jawline. I'm pretty sure she might be a man. Look at the jawline. Okay. Further evidence. I agree. Further Sorry. evidence. We got something there. No kids. No talk of marriage. Thirty-six-year-old, thirty-seven-year-old playboy, who pressured his owner and franchise administration into trading a sixth round pick this offseason for Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, a throwback to his prime. Five targets through three games. I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. Fourth receiver or security blanket? Security blanket? Maybe a partner in the sheets in the middle of the night. Aaron Rodgers needs that mojo for a second second MVP season. Maybe that's a secret weapon, man. Do you think there's a TV state in the Aaron Rodgers section? Alright, it's official. What's your opinion on bidets? Well, I've never experienced one personally, but I personally think that they should be. Would, would you listen to a podcast? Would you listen to a podcast that was sponsored by bidets? Yes. There you go. You're going to love Questionable for Sunday. <laughs> Found it. Our first segment of uh, A Whittle Strange. What, uh, any uh, instant feedback here? Wow, uh, I was crying after the first minute out of pure laughter. There seems—is there—is there, are you sure this is the whole episode? Like there was a, like a little bit left. That's—it's uh, it's fine. Uh, that was uh, hilarious. Holy shit! I'm look. I I take back everything I've said about Curtis on the podcast the past couple of weeks. I apologize, Curtis. You are on the right path. I respect your hustle and um, getting to the bottom of the question. The years old question is: Aaron Rodgers gay? Yeah, I mean, uh, big shoes to fill with uh, Tristan's punishment last year. I feel like expectations are pretty low uh, for Curtis, just given the uh, length it's taken to hear the first one. But uh, gotta give him, uh, gotta give him props for uh, for getting going and uh, putting together a quality segment. Huge props to, Tr uh, to not to Tristan, sorry, to Curtis. Uh, the fact that he found a dude in a Miles Sanders jersey is fucking amazing. <laughs> And can we just say a whittle strange? <laughs> it's fucking the greatest name. I just, I was going to cry. I fucking heard that. This is a whittle strange. Oh my god. Like, I wish he talked the whole time. Like, a little bit. You know what I mean? Like that. Fucking but great work, man. I mean, you even plugged the podcast and you, you did all of it. Um, I will just say the only thing is Aaron Rodgers is not single. He is engaged. So, um, debatable. It's not looking good. That's a point of contention. I know. I'm just saying. I, I, I thought he was married already. I'm not going to lie to you. I was looking it up while during the segment, and he is just engaged. So, easy to break off. You know what I mean? They got engaged after like two weeks. So, yeah, but. Olivia Munn for like three years, so it's super easy to break off. So he definitely the the gayness is the gaydar is still 
leaning a little heavy to the right. So I mean, well, yeah, but how are how are her cheekbones? Dude, Shailene Woodley. Like, have you ever seen her? She cut no. her hair hella short. So you didn't answer my question it. though about the cheekbones. She has the haircut of a dude. Yeah, her cheekbones are fucking pretty high. Okay, and so she has a haircut. Okay. I'm just saying the haircut alone just kind of explains it to you. Yeah, but who caught a touchdown last weekend for the Packers? Randall Cobb. Devontae Adams. Oh yeah, Devontae Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Randall Cobb didn't he catch the big first down catch though? Yeah, I mean he's been doing His pretty well for them, blanket, you know. Yeah, exactly. His security blanket in overtime. That's all I'm gonna say. So when the game mattered most, who'd he go to? His little boo thing in this and on the side, so you know, you never know. Side piece, great, great podcast. I like how I like how he, yeah, that was great. I love how he asked this random guy if Miles Sanders has COVID, and the guy's just like, nah, (laughs) as if he has any idea. No, he doesn't. No, so many conspiracy theories about Jerry Jones, like, calm, (laughs) yeah, paying off the announcers. Shout out Mike, dude. Mike in the oh, Miles Sanders jersey. Yeah, shout out Mike. <laughs> Hopefully he listens to this podcast. That was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, maybe we got a new listener. Alright, so well, funny. great job, Chris. Looking forward to the... You got ten more, so I'm looking forward to them. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into uh, week six here. We had the waivers go through today. Some big spending. So, uh, some things go over there. Both Devontae Booker and Geno Smith went for $120. Devontae Booker to Joe and Geno Smith to Spencer. Uh, lots of bids on both of those guys. Connor, you added Gio Bernard, your boy, RB2 for $26. Zach Ertz for 13 I added Jarek McKinnon for 12 Connor Amon Ra, St. Brown for 11 Have you, you guys have HBO? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like no. an HBO Real Sports about the St. Brown family. You should check it out. It's pretty mm-hmm. wild. The dad is like LeVar Ball. It's like, they're like the Ball family at football. Oh, yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh, look at see, looking else here. Some defenses added. Connor Mullally Cox for three. Ricky Seals Jones to Curtis for three. Uh, Connor, I'll go to you. What was your favorite pickup this week? Yeah, man. My favorite pickup is Devontae Booker. Um, I think after further review, I think he could be pretty decent for the Giants. Uh, the biggest knock on Saquon Barkley is injury concern. The guy just can't stay on the field. And um, obviously, like you had Wayne Gallman previously, uh, I think Devontae Freeman previously, and now it's Devontae Booker. So there's going to be some type of veteran running back in the wings who's going to be able to do decently in uh, Barkley's absence. And I think it could be Devontae Booker. I do want to note, though, uh, man, I if you'd asked me, at the beginning of the year, if I thought Geno Smith would be picked up for $120 fab budget, I would tell you to stop smoking weed with Chris. Yeah, there's a, quite a few bids on Geno here. 120 obviously went Spencer. I bid 111 Tristan, 110 Joe, 90 Curtis, 43 Connor, 42 uh, Lots of bids here. I think almost almost everyone had a bid on Geno. Jerry only had $9 left, but he bid 6 Chris bid $5. Um, so only a few people didn't make bids on on Gino. I like the uh, Zach Ertz pickup for Jordan. Um, Dallas Goddard tested positive for COVID yesterday, I think. So he's out this week. They play on Thursday. Uh, the they're playing the Bucks. No one can run against the Bucks. So like everyone just has to pass against the Bucks. It's like the only way you can move the ball. So having Ertz Ertz as the lone tight end, I feel like Ertz and Goddard kind of eat at each other a lot, but since there's only one of them this week and the Eagles are going to have to pass if they want to be successful, I like the Earth's pickup uh, for 13 bucks. Hobie, do you have any uh, pickups you want to highlight? Yeah, for sure. Um, you guys are both wrong. The best pick of the week was Geno Smith because the fact that you and Spencer just did it to outbid Tristan is the greatest like storyline out there. Like You guys literally, if one of you picked it up, his fucking chances to make the playoffs went from like five percent to zero percent and he's two and three in the league like i mean tristan i'm sorry man and like that sucks but like that shit is so funny spencer was hitting me up like hey man you're gonna bid on gino smith and i was like nah i don't think so like i don't need a quarterback He's like, yeah, I think I'm just going to do it just to fuck over Tristan and use him as a trade. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And he goes, 
yeah, I'm looking at it. He has like $110 left. I think I'm going to do a little bit more. And then it's just like, Evan Erickson has $111. You know for a fact he was looking at it. Shouts out, Tristan. Uh, I had I had one thing I wanted to bring up. We um, mentioned on the pod last week how AMAC had made uh, zero. He had made one trade, but he had made zero like roster moves as far as adding or dropping. And Connor mentioned earlier that uh, he did make uh, an ad. He added, uh, I think, Cedric Wilson, the Cowboys receiver, on Saturday. Um, I went through the offer reports this year and noticed that uh, during like the waiver periods where like you would actually have to bid on people to get them, not just being able to add them after that AMAC has made has not made a bid on anyone. He still has his $200 fab budget. And uh, at this point, I feel like it's kind of just negligible for how his team looks for him to not be making any bids, especially when you look at this week. Uh, Devont, just looking at his team, he definitely needs help wherever he can get it. And so you look at a guy like Devontae Booker, Saquon Barkley, out at least this week, maybe multiple weeks, uh, to not even make a bid... I feel like uh, it kind of goes back to the point Hobie was making earlier. It's like, is he really, is he really caring enough about his team? Um, and I get it. It sucks that his team, you know, some things haven't broke his way and he's not doing too well, but I feel like it's kind of just negligence at this point to not, to not make any bids on some of the players on the board, like Geno Smith, like he has three quarterbacks, but like you said, he could have been a valuable trade piece um, if he's looking to improve his team to make to use Geno Smith in a trade or use another quarterback in a trade to kind of have Geno Smith as a backup. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like he's just kind of, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be too mean. Obviously, you know, everyone has things going on in their life. They can't be focused on fantasy uh, all the time, but I feel like there's just a little bit more that could be done here. I mean, you can give 10 minutes on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like it, it, we all sit at work and have a ten minute break. We, we have not a all of us. Of a half an hour lunch. Oh, I'm sorry, Connor. We have an old, like an all time. Connor has a twenty four hour break. So, um, I mean, yeah, I get it. And the only thing I'm happy about is now no one's talking about me on the waiver wire. So that's my happiest thing. Is everyone? Oh, before oh, Hobie doesn't do shit. Now it's just like. Fuck it. Now you can't say shit about me. At least I put in fucking bids, even though I know that I'm not yeah. going to get these people. So it's like, it's whatever. But yeah, I mean, for sure, I, I completely agree. It's like, there's definitely moves he can make, and he needs to do them. But I'm not going to fucking say anything. If anything, it's $300, so why am I? Why would I say anything about that? You know? Yeah, and it's, you know, it's one thing. If he was making bids and this, his, his he was getting outbid, you know, there there obviously could be something to say there about, you know, you should be rethinking your bids, but at least you're taking a chance at it. But to just not, to not have made any bids, I, I, that's, that's where I feel like the, the, uh, the lack of effort per se is, is apparent. And it'd be one thing if he had like Spencer's team or Hobie's team's the highest scoring team in the league, if they had their rosters and they're like, well, I like who I got. I'm going to keep rolling with these guys. That'd be one thing. But like, like you say, he's two and three, he just scored 66 points in a game. There's, he obviously needs some help on his roster. And there, there, I feel like there was guys on waivers this week who could have provided that. And so, yeah, I mean, the, being the number one scoring team, which I mean, is not going to last that long, but it's just like, there's like, my team is still trash. Like my bench sucks dick. You know what I mean? It's like, two of my one or two of my players get injured i'm fucked you know so it's like i still need to be trying to make moves and i should have probably done more for it but it's like i can at least say hey for now i'm okay but like that doesn't mean later on in the season i'm in two weeks i'm gonna be fine or even this week you know what i mean so it's just like i don't there you you always need to be at least looking even if it's one day and like Tuesdays are the best days. Just look on Tuesday. Like, that's all you got to do. 
Yeah, just like when you're taking that uh, that morning shit after you have your cup of coffee. You know, just pull up uh, pull up your team, pull up waivers, see who's uh, friendly. What am I hearing right now? It might be me. Oh no, it's all good. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's tough though. It's 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 tough because you know. <laughs> You never want to, uh, you know, call people on the podcast. I've never called anyone out on the podcast. I'm probably the nicest host that we have. Um, but, you know, it's hard to defend uh, lack of transactions when your team sucks. Like Chris, I feel like, uh, on the other hand, because I did obviously throw him under the bus earlier, although I never do that because, once again, I'm the nicest host. Um, I think his team's pretty solid, right? So I feel like when he is losing games, but his team's still good. Uh, even he, so that the, his lack of transactions isn't as big of a deal uh, as some other teams. That's all I had to say. So, Amac, you know, let us know. Do you, maybe you are, maybe you're on a different strategy. You can let us know. Hopefully, you take a listen and uh, in rebuttal, maybe when you come on the podcast or just uh, in a message that we can play on the show. Uh, we did have a, a, a pretty big trade go down right before the podcast started. I was involved, so I'll just go through this one real quick. Uh, me and Jerry made a trade, so shout out to me for making a trade with Jerry. I think I deserve some kind of award there. Uh, I traded Dak Prescott, Daryl Henderson, and Jarek McKinnon for C.D. Lamb, Robert Woods, and Dawson Knox. Uh, Connor, any any thoughts before uh, I kind of just explain my side of it. Yeah, um, before you explain your side of it, how did you pull off trading with Jerry? How did that work? Did you have to phone like a landline somewhere? I feel like it was just persistent effort. Uh, I mean, I'm up early in the morning because when Calla wakes up, I go and hang out with her. So, you know, sometimes I'll be trying to, you know, work, figure out what I, what kind of deals I can make while we're, you know, watching a episode of Puppy Dog Pals on the couch. Uh so, you know, I had, I had Jerry with a few offers this morning and uh, kind of just gave him some thoughts on it. And then it wasn't told a lot later in the day when I got a text back, but I did get the text back. And then things just kind of worked from there and we got to where we were at. Was that the initial offer? It was not. No, it was not my initial offer. Um, it was an offer he made, actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was also Jerry's a situation. He kind of had to make a trade. He doesn't have a second quarterback. Um he picked up Mike Glennon, but I think Daniel Jones is going to play this week. So he he was either going to go the Tristan route and start at second, just a flex player as his OP, or make a deal and get a quarterback. And I feel like, you know, out of maybe other people he could have traded with, Dak Prescott was probably as good of a quarterback he was going to get in a trade offer. Definitely. And uh, for me, I mean, I just traded Dak because I feel like I got more value out of him than trying to trade trevor lawrence who's my third quarterback and i would rather i'd rather keep lamar than trade over dak so i figured you know of those three dak was probably who i could get the most value from i can roll with trevor lawrence as my second quarterback and still be fine with it i'm obviously in a situation now i only have two quarterbacks so if i have an injury um i'm screwed there um but my receivers aren't very good and uh they're also injured some of them i should get sterling shepherd back this week but uh Marcus Valdez scaling is on IR. Um, not that he's anything incredible, but for my wide receiver core, he was a flex player. But uh, CD Lamb and Robert Woods to go with Keenan Allen now, obviously a big boost. And then I had George Kittle, but he's on IR now. He's actually going to be out four weeks because the 49ers are on bye, so that doesn't count as a week of being on IR. Um, so he doesn't come back till week ten. So Dawson Knox is like a solid replacement for him and then even i could potentially play two tight ends i don't i'm not in love with the idea of playing two tight ends but when i have kittle and then dawson knox has been pretty good pretty good i'd say um, and obviously losing daryl henderson hurts but uh my running back group is kind of not great to begin with so obviously he was my best running back but it doesn't like really compared to the other teams in the league if you were to rank the running backs i don't think it like really knocks me down below anyone maybe like one spot but i still have like chris carson zach moss and mike davis i probably have to start two of those guys each week i feel like uh it's it obviously it's nothing sexy it doesn't get you excited about those guys but it'll probably get the job done honestly i don't think with your tight ends that you have it's the worst to start two tight ends with how well Dawson Knox has been doing, and obviously we know what George Kittle can do. Like, honestly, I think this was a, a very good trade for you, minus the 
the quarterback situation, obviously. Um, but I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been getting better each week, so that's not the worst. And to be honest, Robert Woods is he's going to start going off like that's he's been a concern, but and CD Lamb's always solid. So, um, Daryl Henderson hurts, but he also is hurt quite often. So, I mean, it could work out for you, but Jerry needed to make this trade. And I think it benefits both of you guys very much, which is good. You know, I mean, not good in the sense that you're five and zero, and it's super annoying, but like, it's a good trade, like all around, I feel like. So. Yeah. I mean, Jerry had to make a trade this week and, uh, yeah. It just sucks. He did it with you. Yeah. It's all I'm going to say. So. Yeah, it's just hard because, you know, you just don't know what other offers are out there. I know he, like, tried to see what he could get for Geno Smith from Spencer, but that didn't work out. And I think once that fell through, then our trade was just kind of inevitable that it was going to happen. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. Total sense. Plus, he got Dak Prescott, who's a much better quarterback than Geno Smith, and Daryl Henderson, who he needed a running back. So, yeah. that's not – I mean, for him, it's a, it's a good trade. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just saying it makes your team that much stronger, which sucks. Minus the QB situation, but you got Dawson Knox, who's the number three tight end overall, and CD Lamb, who's solid, you know. So, yeah, so Woods had a big bad. game last week. Obviously, you know, maybe I say I'm kind yeah. of buying high on him, but I feel like he's him and Cooper Cup, like Cooper Cup had like all the targets early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Woods wasn't doing as great. Cup was doing awesome. And then like last week against the Seahawks, it seemed like Robert Woods was just who did. He had like however many catches, twelve catches, something like that. But I feel like you know he's going to be a solid guy every week. That's obviously a good offense. It's so a long like season, you and know yeah. what I mean? Like it's the same with Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen yeah. has like the last two weeks has not gotten any targets, and yet he's been the number one target in the red zone for the Vikings. Yeah. So it's like you know he's bound to pop off in the next couple weeks yeah. for the rest of the year. So. All right, let's uh, wrap up the pod here with our picks for week five. Uh, recapping last week, Connor was two and four. I was six and zero, oh, and Spencer was three and three. So updated standings now on the year. Connor is eight and sixteen. I'm thirteen and eleven, and our guest is fifteen and nine. So hope you got the chance to you know keep boosting the guest record. Uh, let's it's start with our. We'll start with our first matchup here. Uh, Amac and Spencer. Uh, Taking on each other. I don't think there's going to be much disagreement here. I'm going to go uh, with Spencer in this one. Um, not too much analysis, just a far superior team. Spencer. I'm going with Spencer. Hobie, uh, go, any, going anywhere else here? No. <laughs> All right, so clean sweep for Spencer on that one. Uh, our next matchup here, Jerry versus Jordan. Um Connor, I'll go. I'll go to you first. Who do you like in this one? Uh, I got uh, Jordan in this game. I think he's uh, it's Jordan ascending recently. He's put up a lot of points. I'm going with Jordan. Yeah. Uh, even after the trade, I'm gonna go with Jordan as well. Obviously, I think Jerry's team got a little better for this week. Uh, you know, this trade, Jordan probably isn't a fan of this trade because he was thinking I'm gonna face Jerry with only one quarterback, but now he has Dak Prescott. Um. But uh, I'm still going to go with Jordan here. I just think he has a the better team overall. Uh, Hobie, you on a sweep or are you going to take Jerry? Nah, I think it's going to be a clean sweep. So we got two sweeps off the bat here. Hobie, you're taking on Ben this week. Give us your pick for this one. Yeah, I'm... I'm taking myself, obviously. Um, I'm not one to not, but it's going to be super close. So I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to go with myself. I'm going with Hobie here too. Uh, Connor, is, are, we, are we just are we all taking the same picks this week? Uh, so yeah, I think I'm taking uh Hobie. Uh, I think so. I have a good reason though. Um, it's because the uh. The Steelers. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm taking Ben. I'm sorry. I'm taking Ben. I'll be the contrarian because the Steelers are playing the Seahawks. Ben starting Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson. I feel like those guys are gonna feast. And even though Hovey's team is incredibly solid, I think that this week in particular, Ben has uh, Ben's gonna overcome. Yeah, Najee Harris is definitely gonna be the difference. 
I feel like they're still going to hope seeing that uh, Mahomes and Kelsey against Washington. I feel like that's going to be a that's another juicy matchup. A nice match of Jamar. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a comeback week from last yeah. week. Yeah, so. Jamar Chase against Detroit, uh, looking good too. I like that. He's been he's been awesome this year. Um, but yeah, let's move on to our next one. Connor's calling this our matchup of the week. We got the Erickson Bowl here, me versus Joe. Uh, Joe's team is pretty beat up as far as bye weeks. If you look at his bench, I think. He has like uh, seven or eight players on by, including multiple starters. He obviously Saquon. He obviously picked up Devontae Booker, but Saquon injured, so you know a lesser talent he's having to fill in with. Um, and I think you know this trade really helped me for my lineup this week as well. So I'm gonna go with myself here over Joe. Uh, Hovi, who do you like in this one? Yeah, you. He has fucking Tua in, who's on IR. He got he is a, he's back. He practiced today. It's not oh, if really? he's not a hundred percent back, but he's probably seventy five percent back. No, yeah, he's okay. not the I for mean, sure starter. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like yeah. um I'm I'm still not I'm not the biggest fan of Tua. Um just either way, if he's even fully healthy. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go with you, Eric. So Yeah. Uh, Connor, who are you taking in this one? Uh, I'm taking you, Eric. Uh yeah, it's uh, it's a tough week for Joe's team. And uh, I think that trade you made made your team a little bit better. And so I'm going to go with you. Yeah, I mean, this is, again, mentioning Joe's lineup. Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, Debo Samuel, Michael Carter, Cordell Patterson are all on by this week. And Saquon so and Galladay are out. His bench is going to score zero points. Out. Yeah. And then, like you said, Darius Slayton, I think he's going to play this week, but he's questionable. Sammy Watkins didn't practice today. He's Who knows about him? Like, Joe might be just having to pick up guys, like random guys on waivers to fill out his lineup this week. It might just be a throwaway yeah. too. Yeah, it's a tough week for his team. I mean, it just sucks. He's going to have the one week where every one of his starters is on by. Yeah. And he's not going to drop anyone. So it's just, it's a throwaway week and it just so happens it sucks. It's against you. But to be honest, if it's against anyone, it's probably good it's against you since you're 5 0. Like rather than against Tristan to give him an extra win or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, Connor's bum ass team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 199 Uh, points. Yeah, bum. Our last matchup here Tristan versus Chris. Connor calls this one the kindergarten scuffle. You got any uh, insight on that name? Yeah, uh, a couple bottom feeders of the league. You know, we're all obviously, you know, you take the age range of like middle school, elementary school. What's at the bottom? It's kindergarten. That's where they are. It's Tristan versus Chris. All right, Connor, after that explanation, give us your pick. Do I have to pick one? Like, can they? I, I don't even think anyone's going to win this matchup. This is a tie. Okay, it's not going to be a tie. Uh, zero, zero tie. It's going to be a zero zero tie. Yeah, uh, it's going to be thirty three to seven oh, 0.7 to thirty three point seven. I'm taking Chris this week. I've taken Chris a lot. I mean, honestly, I think that's why I'm so low on the predictions. I've taken Chris a lot of weeks, and he keeps disappointing me, which sucks because he doesn't even listen to this fucking podcast. We have twenty four dollars for you, Chris. Just text us. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Chris though. I think his team's uh, pretty decent this week. He's projected to win by like a lot of points over 40 because Tristan's not uh starting a second quarterback. Yeah, Tristan uh Trey Lance is on bye this week. He's also injured, so it sounds like he's not even going to have him back after this week. Um so yeah, back to one quarterback for Tristan. So you got a favorite Chris. It's Mason Rudolph. You can pray that Big Ben gets injured. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The motherfucker walks around with a fucking ice block just surrounding him, so you never yeah. know. But, uh, yeah. you know, Chris has a superior team, and the fact that Tristan only has one quarterback just hurts him even more, so. The fact that you just said Chris has a superior team at 0-5. <laughs> no, it's a superior team to Tristan. He has an adequate team compared to Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm going with Chris as well. Uh, Chris is due for a win, and uh, Spencer fucked Tristan. <laughs> and so would have you and so it's just i'm sorry tristan i wish you the best uh but yeah connor the only contrarian here going with ben otherwise well we didn't do uh oh, me or curtis's matchup i don't sorry. Blame you, so. we lost we left one match honestly let's not even talk about it let's just move on connor, connor versus curtis i, I don't want to talk about this connor's <laughs> gonna take himself but uh it should be a clean sweep here i'm going curtis uh I'm going to take Curtis. It's a tough oh, week wow. for my Why squad. Did you not just give fucking Joe shit like two weeks ago for taking fucking 
someone else. You're such a bitch. Hear me, hear me You're out. Such a bitch. Hear me out, no, dude. No, 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 no one wants to hear it. You gave so much shit. You're gonna come on the pod and choose against your team? Are you fucking kidding me? Meh, 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 meh. That's what you fucking did, and now you're gonna be like, yeah, it hurts. Like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Have some fucking faith. You scored 199 points last week. And you're going to choose the other team? Fuck Holy, you. open your eyes. First of all, I always choose my team. I always choose my team. But this is the exception to the rule, okay? I am not a bitch, okay? Dude, I'm missing two quarterbacks this week. You scored 33 points against me and still talked mad shit the week before that you were going to beat me. And yet, you're going to choose. You still have, I mean, you never know. I got, I got, right, right now I have Mo Alley Cox in my offensive player spot, dude. Unfortunately, I think this is the one week where uh, my boys are not going to cut it. Uh, we're missing Alvin Kamara. We're missing Jameis Winston, Marquise Callaway, Jacoby Brissett. It's going to be a tough one, so I'm going with Curtis. I got to get my record better for these predictions. Yeah, Connor is a 36-point underdog right now, currently, according to ESPN. Uh, I already said thing, Curtis. Oh. Let's go, Hobie! Fuck, I'm changing my mind to myself now. If Hobie's going Connor, I'm going to believe in myself now. Yeah, okay. Well, free that's, point a, for that's, me. A, that's a big fucking sight because I'm definitely taking Curtis. Especially the fact that you fucking <laughs> bet against yourself. You're a fucking loser, dude. Like, and I, you know what? I'm fine with me losing this week. At least I have some dignity to choose my own team. So, you know, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, so yeah, that's all the picks. Uh, we didn't get any new life advice questions. Hovey, do you have a uh, any uh, any advice you want to solicit from Connor and I? No, I just heard Connor pick against his team. I don't want any life advice from him. The hell, Connor? Anything pressing you? Eric's picked against life? his team so many times this year. Fuck you, Hovey. Uh, yeah, I got some uh, life advice. Um. Yeah, or I uh, just want general advice. Are you asking? Are you asking no, I'm me? Saying, do you have a question for me and Hovi? Oh, um, do I have a question What's about? It like to have yeah. a job? Let yeah. So, so what is insurance? How about this? I got oh. How <laughs> how do you pay taxes? Instead of I life advice, <laughs> Turbo Tax helps me. Instead of life advice, we'll do this. Uh... Joe charges me to do my taxes, so and he's a very close friend he probably still charges erickson to do his taxes how much does he charge you oh hey joe how much do you charge he is summoned <laughs> wait what how much do you charge hobie to do his taxes joe, if you were to do my taxes how much did you charge me just normal taxes like if i didn't know you if you're just some regular person no if it's me Dude, oh. I came up to you this year during tax season coming up and said, hey, Joe, will you do my taxes for me? How much are you charging? 200 bucks. Oh, my God. See, what a joke. I can do TurboTax for free. Do my... That's a good deal, whatever. <laughs> Carrie's mom used to work at Liberty Tax, and she used to give me taxes. She used to do my taxes for free and give me hella extra money. Definitely probably shouldn't say that out loud on a podcast, but I fucking was scamming the system for extra money. So. Ah, that's what I, that's what all the rich people do. Uh, hey, Joe, I got some financial uh, questions for you. Um, okay. Do you have a quick moment? Recording? Yeah. Yeah, we are recording. Yeah, we're at the end of the podcast. Yes. So. Okay. Yeah, so um, I recently quit my job, and I took out all the money from my, uh, my bank, and I put it in a backpack. Um, and right now, the backpack is sitting uh, underneath the counter in my bathroom uh where can i put the, the backpack filled with cash which is my entire life savings in the like what's the best safe spot in my apartment for that i'm gonna say like the floorboard under the bed so i, I can't mean, i was gonna I, say the freezer dude. okay so i can't really go into the floorboards where i live they wouldn't appreciate that um freezer i think i have some uh, lean cuisines in there so i'm not sure there's enough room joe can you give me a third possible answer Ooh, i'm gonna say like the all right joe hurry it up come on yeah. pick an answer we're gonna right. go yeah, I don't know. Yo, we're at the life advice portion of the podcast. Do you have any questions you want to ask us? No, I'm good. I, about, I figured I just popped in late, figured it would be done. So, I hear about this. How about parenting advice? You guys give me some advice on being a dad. 
Sure, take over the name game. Don't let, <laughs> don't let your woman fucking name your both your children. Be a man. It was a together. Dude, you're the man. whitest dude I've ever met in my entire life, and you have the most Hawaiian fucking names I've ever heard. And it's not gonna. It's you're a weirdo. <laughs> What are you gonna name your kids when they come in like ten years? I don't know. Probably Eric Erickson Jr. Eric Erickson Hovey is what I'm gonna name him. Sounds like a good name. I don't know what about you? You got any advice? Huh? You got any advice? Oh, for oh for dad advice? Yeah. Oh, um I would say um you wanna beat your kids early to instill fear. Is that what your dad did to you? No, uh, but I wish he had. No, because if he did, Connor would have a job right now. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be such a slacker if I was beat as a child. But unfortunately, I was loved and I was given tons of hugs, and that's why I'm very lazy. <laughs> you go to Catholic school, though, so there was probably some other shit that was going bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, unfortunately, I slipped through the cracks. The priests weren't able to catch me. Uh, and sometimes I think back and I think, why not me? Why not I? I was pretty cute, kid. Ever, but, uh, is, is it ever oh, Are you just ever like. I wonder if I got molested. You're just gonna gotta, like think back in your memory bank. Oh, you're like if I if I blocked it off. Off the rails. Off the rails. All right, that's a good. That's that, that's a good way to end it. It's gonna do it for today's episode of the podcast. <laughs> that's some Jason Board shit, Eric. I gotta run around and find out who molested me. Oh my god. He's got a bunch of at whatever high school Connor went to. LaSalle, dude. Shout out LaSalle. Shout out LaSalle. Hey, question, no, Joe, uh, so you just, like, randomly appeared. Uh, why? I just saw you guys were on here, and I figured the podcast would be done, but apparently I just have terrible timing. Oh, I see. Okay, so... Have incredible timing. No, I hope it... he was just talking about you. It was honestly the most impeccable timing. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> kind of nuts, dude. You were summoned. His name, his name didn't even pop up on our video, and I just go, Joe? And he goes, what's up, guys? And I go, no fucking way. Could have been any other person. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Hovey and Joe for joining us. Uh, Connor, any last parting words to the uh, to the audience? Yeah, uh, pray for my team this week because it's going to be a slaughter. Um, but hopefully next week I'll come out strong. Um, and shout out, I want to use the last part of my own shout out to shout out Curtis. Um, I think that was an excellent start once again to the uh, uh, A Whittle Strange segment, which is going to be appreciated um, on the podcast. All right. That's going to do it for today's episode. We'll catch you guys next week. See you later.